Have you guys seen that video of the girl? It's like a security camera footage, and this girl's at work, and she pulls a lemon like out of like the cooler. She cuts it in half, and then she takes one of the halves, and she cuts that half in half. Okay. Right? And then she goes and grabs a bag, and she comes back, and she grabs the half that she cut, and it's solid. It's, it's, it's not in two pieces anymore. It's a full lemon now. So it's no, it's That's still half it's two halves. So oh, she oh, okay. she halved it and then she halved one other piece. And so she had two quarters yeah. and a half. Okay. She the like the camera is clear as day. She does it, quarters it, goes, grabs a bag, comes back, grabs the one she quartered, and it's solid. Like and it's the half. And again. she looks at it and she looks around, and she's like, and she has to cut it again, and she puts it in the bag, and then she goes and gets the security camera footage because she thought she was crazy. So she she cut the thing completely and yet somehow it came back together. No way. Have you not seen this? No. I see this. This is Let's, a real video? Yes. Like CCTV stuff? Yeah. I thought you just said cute girl, but it says girl cuts. <laughs> cute Hi, girl. Whoa. Nope. Girl I, cuts. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's insane. Because and everyone's calling it like oh glitch in the matrix you know that's like the popular thing now again yeah <laughs> yes. speaking of popular phrases my kids young elementary age um, the whole thing now is down in Ohio have you heard oh, that yeah yeah down because of the because of all the weird things going all on the in crazy Ohio stuff I so hate, this I hate all of these stitching oh, like, yeah. That so video, this is the girl yeah, talking YouTube about it. Sent of that guy. Oh, that was so good. It was spot on. So watch this. Okay, she pulls it out, cuts it in half, takes one of the halves, cuts it in half. Clear as day. Nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. She comes back with a bag. Stops. Because she's like, what? This is not... This is not cut in half. And that one's not cut in half. Cuts it in half again. And like, even look around her. Everything around her is normal. Dude walks behind her. Like, go back to her cutting it again. Well, this video is just plain. What the freak, dude? I feel like she's in on it. It never shows her... I don't know. That's man. why I want to see. It's hard. Again. It's hard to say. Yeah. I want to see her whole pick up the two lemons. Yeah. He said that both of them are whole. Yeah, she did. She picks it up. Watch. Oops. That's her looking again. Ooh. Keep going. What? So she she grabs the lemon. So the weird thing is, you can actually see the picture change though. You see a weird. I I you did notice that too. Glitch. So look at that. She cut it. Cuts it again. But, like, also, I don't know. Oh, I saw the lemon move a little bit. But then look at everyone's like, what? And see, she picked up the other one, and the other one's solid, too. What the uh. heck? Huh. I mean, that, so that other one, the second one, still looks like it's a half, though. It, it is a half. So okay. remember, she cut it in half, but then she only cut one into quarters. 
So she had two quarters. Got you. So they're not both full lemons when she picks them up, but one of them, they're both it halves. It was one full lemon, two full halves, and then a quartered half. One full half, quarter, two quarters. Math. Yeah. So she had a half and two quarters. Yeah, that's why she cut it, but when she went to go back pick it up, it's not a full lemon. It's no. just another it's half back lemon. To a, uh-huh. yeah. But she was picking up the other one to see if she had cut that half into two pieces. Oh, interesting. Like it had been switched because she's like, the one I picked up is the one I thought I cut. And it's crazy. Still half. So, anyways, needless to say, a lot of weird freaking stuff happens in this world. Yeah. So I thought it'd be fun if we dove into some of the some of the strangest unsolved mysteries of all times. Ooh. I know we like these videos. We haven't done one in a while. Okay. But I found this little list here uh, from uh, our friends over at Reader's Digest. Ooh. Favorite 90s poop catalog. You know how it is. Yeah, yes. dude. I haven't seen a Reader's Digest in literal decades. Right? Not That's since the cell phone was invented. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they really miss the opportunity to like create an app <laughs> specific for the pooping. Poop they would have... Right. Like, I would read just the Reddit. <laughs> we would read more of that magazine than we ever did if it was an app yeah. on the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just the jokes. But welcome back to Five's Crowd, everybody. I hope you uh, found us and you're feeling well. You're feeling ready to learn some weird, crazy, unsolvable mysteries. Mm-hmm. It's going to oh, be fun. Yeah. We got some weird stuff. Here I'm in with my four beautiful friends. We got Chris, Austin, hey. Tony, Hello. Zach, Hola. myself, Cameron. Uh, let's dive right in here. I feel like we need the intro to Unsolved Mysteries, that, that music, you know? Oh, yeah. The, I can't remember how it goes. It's like some, like, doon, doon, now. that's... X-Files came to my head. Was that's what keeps that. coming yeah. to mind is doon, X-Files. Doon, 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 what is doon, doon, Unsolved doon, Mysteries? <laughs> Something real low. It is. It's like a... Yeah. Oh, that's going to bug me now. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. a mystery we'll be able to solve later. Yeah. <laughs> Without copyright. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I shouldn't pull it up right now? No, no probably not. So yeah. some of these we have briefly touched on, but then there are some of these here that I had never heard of before. So I'm kind of excited to, to dig into this. Okay. Um, first up we have the incident at Dyatlov Pass. Do you guys I, remember this? I love this one. What is it? You know this? You, have, no, you don't remember I, this one? I have no idea. You'll know it as soon as we dive into it. Yeah. So this one, uh, it happened way back in 1959. Nine ski hikers died mysteriously in the mountains of what is now Russia. The night of the incident, the group had set up camp on a slope. They enjoyed dinner. They prepped for sleep. But something went catastrophically wrong because the group never returned. What? On February 26th, searchers found the hikers' abandoned tent, which had been ripped open from the inside. The surrounding area where there were footprints left by the group, some wearing socks, some wearing a single shoe, some were barefoot, all of which continued to the edge of a nearby wood. That's where the first two bodies were found, shoeless and wearing only underwear. The scene bore marks of death by hypothermia, but as medical examiners inventoried the bodies as well as the the other seven that were discovered over the months that followed. Hyperthermia no longer made sense. In fact, the evidence made no sense at all. One body had evidence of blunt force trauma consistent with a brutal assault. Another had third degree burns. One had been vomiting blood. One was missing a tongue and some of their clothing was found to be radioactive. What? Yeah. Theories floated included KGB interference, drug overdose, UFO, gravity anomalies, the Russian version of the Yeti. Like, that one was probably one of my favorite. Mm -hmm. 
Recently, a documentary filmmaker presented a theory involving a terrifying but real phenomenon called infrasound, in which the wind interacts with the topography to create a barely audible hum that can nevertheless induce powerful feelings of nausea, panic, dread, chills, nervousness, raised heart rate, heartbeat rate, and breathing difficulties. The only consensus remains that whatever happened involved an overwhelming and possibly inhuman force. If you want even more of the mysteries, you can go there, whatever. But, yeah. So nobody knows how these people died because, like, theoretically, it should have all been from the snow. should have been, like, hypothermia, the cold. The fire is crazy, though. Like, Like, someone was burned. dragon. And the other crazy thing is all of the... Like the tear marks on the tents were from the inside out. Them trying to get out on the opposite side of the door of the tent. Yeah, really. I read something on this recently. They actually now believe it was due to a um, avalanche. How could it be an avalanche? They were trying to get away from it. They were so he tore tore out his tongue and. That's what I'm just saying. There's there's been talks about yeah. There's been talks, but their stuff wasn't buried stuff, and I don't know. That's. I wish well, it looked into it more, them, but I thought they found they found a body or two up in a tree, yeah. as if it they were yeah. trying to escape from something. No the, footprints. No, there. Well, no, none other than theirs. Yeah, really. The, uh, Windigo. There was a on the History Channel or Discovery Channel. They did a thing called the the Russian Yeti, and it was on this story, yeah. but it focused more mm-hmm. on the theory that it was Yeti that was after him. And that he was stalking them through most of their hike. Well, because I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've started watching this yet, but there's that, uh, there's that, sh- that show. Um, I just forgot the name. Of it. It's like Finding Bigfoot or yeah. Expedition Bigfoot. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. They talk about how, you know, Bigfoot, Big Feet, whatever the plural is. <laughs> they use this ultra low frequency yeah. of sound uh-huh. that they can kind of growl and it can cause these things. It can cause the nausea, the vomiting. That's the weird thing. Sound is like crazy powerful. Oh yeah. yeah. Different <laughs> vibrations, especially really low ones actually cause like damage. They cause a lot of like sick feelings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And a lot of people attribute it to Bigfoot because there'll be either sightings or they'll see nests or whatever they, they can find that kind of makes them think, think of Bigfoot, but it, they think he uses it as like a deterrent kind of thing. So to like to make people feel gross and nauseous and want to leave and go, you know, go home instead of having to like interact with them or whatever. Yeah. Huh. Have you ever heard of a Wendigo? I've heard of it. So it's Native Americans. It was a, a, an evil spirit that would give you it put ideas in your head to run and you have to and you'd keep running till you died i think it was so there's there's a lot of stories in in native american history that kind of coincide with that Mm -hmm. interesting didn't they have like it's like if they tasted human flesh or something it's kind of what drove them into becoming more like a Wendigo? I think so. I, I don't know the backstory. I have to look into it because I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But it was an evil spirit, and it, and it might have been a human that had done something wrong and then was cursed mm-hmm. to be a Wendigo. But you'd hear it coming through the wind. Like, you'd hear it through the wind, the oh, call. So creepy. That's creepy. Well, oh. thanks. Well, that one sets us up perfectly for this next one, 
which is about sickening noises. So in December of 2016, not that long ago, a CIA oh, officer. Wait, this last year? 2016. 2016. Oh. We're in 2023. I'm sorry. Bro, you. I thought he said December 16th. Like, oh, like oh, literally oh, like a date, not a saying. year. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> I going to say, uh, stay away from 2020 if you're still in 2017. So. Yeah. Just yeah. steer clear. <laughs> <laughs> but in December of 2016, a CIA officer checked into an American embassy's health office in Havana, Cuba, suffering from nausea, headache, and dizziness. Days later, two more CIA officers reported with similar ailments. By the late by late 2018, the number grew to 26 Americans and 13 Canadians experiencing nausea, hearing loss, vertigo, nosebleeds, and focusing issues. In all the cases, victims claimed that the symptoms were triggered by a strange noise they'd heard at their homes or hotel rooms. One person said the noise was high-pitched. Another described a beam of sound pointed into their rooms. Some insisted that the noise more closely resembled marbles rolling along the floor. The illness confounded medical experts. Doctors of the University of Pennsylvania, who ex examined some of the victims, diagnosed concussion-like symptoms, but found no signs they'd suffered concussions. Um, a lot of people thought it was the Cuban government was doing something. Cubans deny they're that they're responsible. Many American investigators believe them um, because we still don't know who or what made the victim sick. Uh, it could have been like a new type of weapon. Because I know that I remember back while we were looking for Osama bin Laden, I remember watching some show and they were talking about these sonic cannons. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where oh. they were putting Pointed. into the caves. Uh-huh. And it would, like, it would just, it would basically stop people because it would vibrate your skull in oh your gosh. head. So, and so they would, you know, become, they would stop fighting because they messed up. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, one, one theory holds that a pair of covert eavesdropping devices placed too close to each other by Cuban agents may have inadvertently produced such a reaction. Um, the kind of feedback you'd hear when someone stands too close to a microphone. Um, but they found no substantial ev evidence of that. Ultrasound is above the range of human hearing. So again, similar to the other stuff we were talking about. Recordings from some of the victims added to the confusion. Scientists who studied the recordings believe they captured the sound of lovelorn male crickets. <laughs> One of the scientists uh, says the insects are incredibly loud. You can hear them from the inside of a diesel truck going 40 miles an hour on the highway. Jeez. What? Scientists had no idea why the sound might lead to illness, though. Um, and they think it could just be like nerves. Maybe it was like a combination of nerves from being in a high-stress area like Cuba. Um, but, it says, but it says, how do you explain what happened in China in May of 2018? An American posted in the consulate of Guangzhou was diagnosed with this very same illness. Ultimately, 15 Americans were evacuated. So I, I like... Know. We'll go. What do you got? They're allergic to communism. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what? You nailed it. Okay. I nailed it. You, mystery we solved. solved. It. It mystery was, solved. It was Americans and Canadians. <laughs> they were allergic to something. But, and it's not on this list, but there's another thing. I think it happens in like England and Scotland and other places around the world. There are these cities where this there's these strange like humming noises. 
and everyone can hear it, but nobody knows where it comes from. Really? Mm. I think some people have said isn't it almost sounds like the like earth's from, breathing. Isn't there one Ugh. that comes from like a forest? I think so. Like there's there's so many different places where what it's about, just, just weird sounds. What about those sound phenomenons that are, sound like booms? Do you remember? Gosh, yeah. What, do you remember that? And and you could hear it. Or no, 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 no. The best ones were those ones that sound like sirens, but there's like no sirens in the area. Do you remember that video that came out not too long ago? They're standing on oh, their front yeah, porch. Yes. And it almost sounds like, it reminds me of like War of the Worlds, that like big Yes, oh, yes, that's exactly what trumpet. I'm talking about. Yeah. The trumpet sound, right? Oh, yeah, and some people think it's like, some people claim it's the second coming, it's the trumpet. Yes. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. The Horn of Gondor. <laughs> Dude, I think that's the crazy. Speaking, yeah, they call it skyquake videos or yeah. something like that. Speaking yeah. on frequencies, I mean, clearly, I mean, not clearly because it, it is so wild, but definitely frequencies can be used as weapons. Like yeah. you oh, can weaponize sure. frequencies. And the closest I've ever been to fully experiencing something like that was sitting in a, an audio competition car. So this car, um, gosh, this was 15 years ago, but they had dynamited the entire car. And I think they had something like, it was a hatchback car and it had something like eight or 12 subwoofers in the trunk. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Literally it was, the thing was impeccable. It was beautiful, beautifully done and it won many competitions and so my dad, we, we went to this shop and it was there and my dad was like, Hey, you know, I would love to show my son what a competition car can do. Would you mind showing my son? He, of course the guy was like, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but there's a few things. <laughs> <laughs> One, you're going to have to wear these headphones. So he, he gave me some headphones, like heavy duty ones to protect my eardrums. But he's like, also, uh, this could cause internal bleeding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. He's like, granted, it's very extremely rare and you'd have to sit in the car for more than like a half hour. He's like, but at the frequencies that I will be churning out, you literally will be cooking your insides. Oh wow. my gosh. And so, you know, I was young and dumb at the time and honestly, yeah, let's do it. Honestly, I'd do it again. But uh, so yeah, I sat in the car or my dad did first because he wanted to experience it before sending his own son, which is yeah. great. And so I stood on the outside of this. I think it was a 240Z at the time. It was just one of those small hatchbacks. Mm -hmm. And they had the windows rolled up, and you could see the hair just exploding. Like, my dad's hair was just flying like crazy, oh, so crazy. vibrating. And you could barely hear it outside the car. It was so thick and well dynamated that you could Jeez. barely hear it. You could like cars nowadays, just when you drive around and have yeah. your music up loud, you could hear those cars better than you could hear this car. That's nuts. And <laughs> my dad rolled down the window and it was like a sonic boom was happening on the <laughs> outside. And so, and he was like, no, 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 don't do that. Cause he was going to shatter his window. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, he rolled it back up and then it was my turn and I sat in there and it is the wildest experience because every fiber on your body, like every hair, everything just gets like excited. It's like, it's like you're going to shake all of your atoms apart. Yeah. <laughs> Reconstructing molecules. Yeah. But the weirdest part <laughs> is, is like you were saying, there's these frequencies that you can't hear 
but you can feel. Mm -hmm. And so he did one of those range tests where it was like a frequency range drop or something like that. And literally it gets to a point where the frequencies are so low, you can't hear it anymore, but your body is just, just shaking like wild. It was one of the coolest experiences, but yeah. Anyway, well, it's kind of like at concerts. Have Have you ever like had your ear towards the speaker and it hits a specific tune? That it actually, like, I've had it to where it hits a specific tune, and straight up, like, I go cross-eyed, and, like, <laughs> like it's like it resets something in your brain, you're just like, whoa, you're like, whoa, the freak just happened. <laughs> no, like, oh my you God. having a stroke? No, I might have, dude. It was seriously, like, one of those perfect things where I was face, like, ears straight you know, to the speaker, <laughs> this tone, and I was like, Ooh. Or a lot of times it happens when girls scream really high. I was actually just about to say it's like more jokingly, but in real in reality, um, living in the house we live in right now, we get our own kids plus our uh, uh, other kids, other nieces, (laughs) nephews. And man, when they are either throwing tantrums or even just having fun and they just start screaming and that noise starts to like bounce off of itself. It does. I've, it hits a resonance in your I brain. Like, and you're I feel just like, like I'm going to start to bleed. Oh. <laughs> I come yeah. just like, Amityville what, Horror? What's going, what's going on? Or you know what that scene this? in Mission Impossible 3 when her, that bomb goes off in her head and it just makes her eye go... Yes. Like, that's what I'm waiting for. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> no, for real, dude. I, yes. But yes. real quick, on, a, on the flip side, have you heard about the quietest room? I was actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Where it's so quiet, you can't stay in it for more than like a half hour. Yeah, you can it's like, like hear your own heartbeat. It's in the negative decibels. Yeah. yeah. Like you it's can negative. hear your body organs working. Yeah. You yeah, can almost you can hear, hear your, your blood, blood flowing. Blood. Yeah. yeah. And you start well, to hallucinate. And I've things. actually wanted to do that for men tribe. I've wanted to, I want try, to, I want to try it. Where It's like somewhere out east, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. We'd have to fly there, definitely. I'm down. But. Because, like, who was it? The person who stayed the longest was only, like, 45 minutes? Yeah. It's not very long. I'm like, bro, I'll just sleep. Yeah. No problem. I'll be, like, the phenomenon. They'll be like, what's wrong with this guy? I'm like, this is the best sleep I've ever had. You're you're laying in bed, and it's dead silent, and you hear that loud, like... Ring? Almost Mm. like a ring, like like a a whooshing. And it sounds so loud, but then you snap your fingers, and you realize... It's not loud at all. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. got that coming home from a concert. Well, uh-huh. then, yeah, yeah. And you've got that like where the silence is so loud, and you're yeah. like, I almost yes. need a slight noise to counteract the ring. Yeah, and, and you literally you like like it gets when you focus on it, it gets to a point where it's it sounds like yeah. you're in a you know you're in a big truck like flying down the freeway, and then you're like, that's actually that can be like, a that's permanent not even thing. that loud. Yeah. So my my father-in-law being a truck driver all his life, he has that permanent ring now. Ooh. It's called tinnitus. tinnitus. Yeah. Yeah. And he tinnitus. he can he tinnitus. can get uh, no. tinnitus is a No, I I think he's right though. I think tinnitus is when your job yeah. messes tinnitus. up. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Oh my dad. But he can it. get like uh, been calling it wrong. You can time. get um, hearing aids to help, but sadly hearing aids are ridiculously expensive, and so. so dumb. Yeah, anyway. it's freaking nuts. Well, on the on the sound thing, have you seen that guy that hooks the keyboard up to the sand? On, a, on yes, the and you, the yes. frequencies. Yeah, you can see that's the wild. See that? There's that yeah, fascinating. There's a me. lot to it. Yeah, there has to be. I'll, also, so, I mean, like when you're watching TV sometimes and you barely hear it, 
and but and so you crank it up but then next time it's not that same volume and you turn it on and you haven't heard anything and then it's super loud and you have to turn it down uh-huh. have you ever had that mm-hmm. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah same thing or do you ever what do this that? do you ever do this where you like you want it to feel louder so you turn it down one and then go back up one and it feels louder than it was before i haven't have done you ever that try that so so let's say you're watching tv it's nighttime or whatever and you're like oh i want to turn it down so you know i'm not bugging anyone but then you're like, oh, but it's kind of hard to hear. Turn it down a couple steps lower, turn it back up, and you're like, oh, that's perfect. Like right away? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's freaking weird. I'm going to try it out. See, I've had it where like it's late at night. We're getting ready to watch a show, and but we just got the kids to bed or something. So like our, our ears are still used to the chaos of bedtime. And we'll start to watch it, get about five, ten minutes into it, then pause it, maybe grab a snack or whatever, and then... It's given everything a chance to settle down and we'll go in, haven't touched the volume at all, hit play, and we're like, oh my gosh, that's loud. And yep. have to like turn yeah, it down. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, but sound, I mean, I feel like there's so much to it. We just don't know. We don't know. Um, next, we have the ghost ship, the Mary Celeste. It's uh, a good movie. Is this that movie? <laughs> it's a freaking awesome it's movie. Great movie. Could be. One of the best <laughs> kill scenes ever. Yep. I need to rewatch scene? that movie. Yeah, dude. That's so freaking oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. That was wild. Sorry. Um, so on December 4th, 1872. So a little while ago. Uh, just a tad. Just like last week. Last December. <laughs> a British-American <laughs> ship. Is this just last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a British-American ship called the Mary Celeste was found empty and adrift in the Atlantic. It was found to be seaworthy and its cargo fully intact, except for a lifeboat, which it appeared had been boarded in an orderly fashion, but why? We may never know because no one was on board or ever heard from or seen again. So ships in tech, they have all the crap, but there's a lifeboat missing and everyone's gone. So in November of 1872, what? The Mary Celeste set sail from New York bound for uh, Genoa, Italy. She was manned by Captain Benjamin Briggs and seven crew members. That seems very little. I guess it was a small boat. It's 1872. They're probably tiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rowboat. <laughs> right? <laughs> With a sail. Um, uh, Briggs' wife and their two-year-old daughter. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Supplies on board were ample enough for the six months and, lux- and luxurious, including a sewing machine. Whoa. <laughs> Hey, it's 1872, man. That's luxury. (laughs) Luxury. Hey, you rip your pants on here? Don't you worry, I got you. (laughs) Uh, Commentators generally agree that the the precipitate... Wait, what? Precipitate. Generally agree that to precipitate... Precipitate? Precipitate! (laughs) That's the word. There you go. To precipitate the abandonment of the seaworthy ship, some extraordinary and alarming circumstance must have arisen... However, the last entry on the ship's daily log reveals nothing unusual, and inside the ship all appeared to be in order. Theories ha- over the years have included mutiny, pirate attack, and an assault by a giant octopus or sea monster. Definitely Crockin. that one. In recent yep, years, scientists oppose the theory that fumes from alcohol on board caused an explosion that, as a result of a scientific anomaly, did not leave behind signs of burning but was terrifying enough that Briggs ordered everyone to the lifeboat and then they just peaced out. Like, what? Never to Did be they happen again. to go through the Bermuda Triangle? My thoughts went there, too. I mean, probably. 
No, no, never mind. Because they went from no. Yeah, they went from New York. They went to from Italy. New York to Italy, so they wouldn't oh, have even yeah. touched. They wouldn't even touched it, unless they got super lost, which could have happened. Um, DB Cooper. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you guys remember DB Cooper? Douchebag yeah. Cooper. Did you both just say that? No, I said DB. Okay. <laughs> Without a paddle. I always think of that. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, this is this is the one of the that guy who. So D.B. Cooper, he was that passenger on Northwest Airlines Flight 305 from Portland to Seattle. Only a 30-minute flight. He was described by the passengers and flight attendants as a man in his mid-40s wearing a dark suit, black tie. He had a mother-of-pearl tie clip, neatly pressed and call it white-collared shirt. Took a seat, lit a cigarette. Well, those are different times. <laughs> Politely ordered a bourbon and a soda, for which he paid cash shortly after takeoff. He handed a note to one of the flight attendants who ignored it, assuming it was just a man's the man's phone number. Mm. Uh, and then he was like, Miss, you'd better take a look at that note. And then he told her, I have a bomb. So the note's exact wording is part of the mystery, but um, he because he took it back from her after he gave it to her. So this is all just her word and stuff. But he demanded $200,000 in, in negotiable American currency, worth a million today, four parachutes, and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the plane on arrival. The flight attendant brought the demands to the captain. The airline's president authorized full cooperation. The other passengers had no idea what was going on, having been told that landing was delayed due to mechanical difficulties. At 5.39, the plane landed. An airline employee delivered the cash-filled knapsack and parachute, and Cooper allowed all passengers and two flight attendants to leave the plane. During refueling, Cooper outlined his plan to the crew, um, a southeasterly course towards Mexico with one further refueling stop in Nevada. Two hours later, the plane took off. When it landed in Rio, Cooper's absence was noted. So Cooper, whom the media mistakenly referred to as D.B. Cooper, was never seen or heard from again. No parachute was found, and the ransom money was never used. So he, the the story is that he jumped out. Mm-hmm. So they're mid-flight, and he just opened the door and peaced. And no no one has ever found him. What? They never found him. They never found the money. Nobody knows. There were some guys, um, was it in... Did he parachute out, or would they say there was no parachute that they could find? That I don't understand why it says he asked for four of them, but... Yeah, I, I, he parachuted out because there was no parachute left behind. Bro, that's the perfect plan. Uh-huh. He had his own parachute on the whole time. He just pieced out with the 200K, leaped, and you never catch him. Yeah. Did he take the money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had a backpack him, the money, full of nothing Yeah, the money, and they didn't so show everything up. Everything else like was a, a ruse. There's like a drawing of him and stuff. Oh, yeah. It sounds like he had it planned out perfectly. He was weirdly polite, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Like, he, he was just a nice criminal. Kind of guy you want to steal your money. You're like, cool, man. <laughs> when was this again? This was in the 1970s. He wanted cash. 71. How do they know the ransom wasn't spent? Do they have it marked? Well, they're, I think they were unmarked bills, probably. And I mean, I mean, back in the 70s, they probably didn't yeah. track it that well. That's crazy, man. Yeah. He's honestly probably still alive somewhere. He might be. There were, I do know there were some, I think like one or two people who claimed to be him, mm-hmm. but they couldn't prove one it. One of them was named Danny Ocean. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, dude. D.B. Cooper is one of those mysteries that's wild. Yeah, that... Uh, Honestly, it's the perfect crime. Like, you set up the, the ruse, like, yeah, I need airplanes, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then We're going to Mexico, out. and then he's gone. <laughs> yeah, that... It makes you wonder if he even had a bomb. I think... I maybe probably, the, maybe probably the not. bag that was a bomb was just his parachute. Yeah, All right. Well, no, because they gave him... He asked for the parachute. So when they landed and he refueled, oh. he at, they gave him the, the money and parachute. So I missed the and part... And then they took what? off again... And I, I think I read a different one where they made him. St- he made them stay in the cockpit, and that's when he jumped out. Uh, but the he, door didn't say it was opened or anything. I remember seeing something that said the door was open, like because yeah. in the front, in the cockpit, they got a warning. Oh yeah, saying the door was open, and that's when he like pieced out Dang. and stuff. That's crazy. That's what. What was your question? As I think I remember that the. The claim to get the money was because he had a bomb, right? Yes. Like, if you don't give me the money, I'm going to blow everybody up. Exactly. Gotcha. But I guarantee it was just, like, some wires and random crap that he taped together. Road flares. uh, Josh Gates on Expedition Unknown. He did really good. uh, Did he feature on D.B. Cooper? No. No, but he did a really good feature on D.B. Cooper. It's like a two-hour episode or whatever. It's pretty cool. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And this one I briefly read a minute like before we started. This one's freaking weird. So it's called Living Statues. From 1917 to 1928, half a million people were afflicted with a ghastly condition that could be part of a plotline of a horror movie. The victims, very much alive and conscious, found themselves in inexplicably frozen states. Their static bodies bodies prisons for their minds. Oh, I read that weird. They're static bodies, prisons for their minds. There we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crazy. So, I'm going to slaughter this. Encephalitis lethargica, <laughs> a.k.a. the sleeping sickness, if that doesn't give you a new fear, first appeared in Europe and quickly spread around the world, reaching epidemic levels in North America, Europe, and India by 1919. About a third of those stricken with the illness died. Of the survivors, nearly half eventually found themselves unable to physically interact with the world around them, all the while fully aware of their surroundings. Oh, my God. Though occasionally capable of limited speech, eye motion, and even laughter, who would be laughing? They generally appeared as living statues, totally motionless for hours, days, weeks, or years. What? Oh, my gosh. The cause is unknown, but one theory, and this is where it's going to make you scared. One theory is brain inflammation triggered by a rare strain of streptococcus, the bacteria responsible for many sore throats each year. So strep throat. Yeah. 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 Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Science's best guess is that the bacteria mutated, provoking the immune system to attack the brain, leaving the victims helpless. That's crazy. None of this. Can they still eat and Whatnot? They're like, like their I guess bodies are paralyzed. Tube. <clears throat> yeah. Tube fed them. It's like a coma. Uh-huh. Just... But you're awake. Oh, my so Your body's gosh. in the coma. Your brain's not. So I, there a was a, there was a wild story about a kid that was like this. I, I don't remember any of the details, but I remember that he was like, I don't know if it was this exact disease or whatever, but he, basically he lived in a coma state where he was fully alive and aware but couldn't move or do anything. And 
he literally like watched his family just like kind of give up on him and all this oh. stuff. Oh my god! And then and then eventually he came to, like he was able to then kind of start moving and and all this stuff. I don't know. I have to find the story because it is a creepy story to read. Oh my gosh! That would suck. Like, could you imagine? Because you said this happened to people for years, but they would come yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because there was only a third be, of them that died. You don't know if it's going to be days or years or whatever. Nothing. And none of it explains why the illness disappeared only to resurface sporadically. But in Europe in the 1950s or in China, a 10-year-old... Or in China 10 years ago, when I don't know when this was written, a 12-year-old girl was hospitalized for five weeks with the disease. <clears throat> when was this written? Because now I'm worried. Into oh, it was written in February of this year. Oh, crazy. Oh. <laughs> what, so what information did you just share? Ten years ago, a girl in China suffered from this. No way. So last December? Like in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in December. Oh, my gosh. I don't like it. That is Wait, terrifying. what's it say about 2004 there? Uh, oh. A 2004 analysis of 20 patients with symptoms remarkably similar to EL concluded that whatever ailed them is still prevalent. As such, history's so-called sleeping sickness remains the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I would, I would rather die. Yep. Dude, that reminds me of a... I remember this story when I was a kid of some little girl whose who her muscles were like turning to bone. Oh, oh yeah. I Do you remember, remember that? Yeah, the, about that? The statue girl. Yeah. Dude, Ooh, man. I don't like it. Oh. Um, of course, Area 51 is always one of the longest. I mean, I guess not longest, but one of the longest running, like most, most famous, popular, hyped, popular yeah. hyped, infamous, whatever. Yeah. Um, which I mean, nobody do. We just don't know what's going on down there. And soon enough, Aliens. that's going to be added to that list is going to be Dugway. Dude, Dugway is my dad said, you know, cause he was in the air force and stuff. They call Dugway Area 52. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. So Dugway is uh, an Air Force base here in Utah. Mm -hmm. Probably the only Desert. an hour and a half away from us. Oh, it's real close. Yeah, it's just Dude, on the other side yeah. of the Salt Lake. Yeah, it's not far. Not, it's not Isn't very it far. Like you can camp direction? like right next to it. Yeah. Tuila South, yeah. Yeah. You can camp like right next to it. Like there's campgrounds and you can see. Let's do it. One of their... Uh, like airstrips from there, and you can see drones taking off and stuff. Dang. Stayed there a couple On years location. ago. Podcast. Dude, it's it's yeah. a weird place. A lot of people go out there to find, see UFOs, see weird things. My dad told me a story about a friend of his who was out there doing some work, and he got a little, little nosy, was just like walking around, and he walked by this, this like warehouse that had some windows on it, and he walked up to it and was like kind of looking in and he was just seeing like old, it's like an old storage unit basically. And he's just seeing all this random old stuff and he turns and he sees something that makes him like back up from the window and like kind of freak out. And he, he looks back in again and what he saw was this like some sort of chair and there was a person like, like belted, like tied to this chair and he freaked out before he realized that it was some sort of robot, like robot, some sort of robotic person oh. strapped to this chair. But he's... Goodness. 
He said it looked real. Like it looked like a real person at first. Wow. Oh my gosh. And this is like, I want to say in like the 80s or 90s. Really? Oh man. Oh this is weird stuff. I remember another time <clears throat> hanging out in my backyard doing a fire and me and my buddy were just kind of hanging out and he was looking up in the sky and he saw something weird. He saw this like kind of grayish silhouetted like black object kind of move slowly towards us and then shoot off in another direction. And it like, he's not the type of person that really thinks like believes in UFOs or anything like that, but he's really into um, planes and like military, like planes and stuff like that. He also has a friend that worked at Dugway and he was so freaked out by it. He spent like the whole night researching on the internet, seeing if anyone else saw anything. And he found other people on these random chat sites that uh-huh. said they saw the same thing at the same time, just here in the area. And so he asked his friend, he's like, Hey, <clears throat> he's like, do you guys ever like, just like fly your, your stuff out and see if anyone notices it or like all this stuff. And he's like, I mean, I couldn't tell you if I did, but uh, you know, it's, it would be something that would be uh, good to test, you know? <laughs> so he's pretty convinced that it was something they're working on and they were just uh, really? like cloaking and stuff like active cloaking and whatnot. <clears throat> Weird Aliens. stuff, dude. They they got some technology. You didn't do Area Fifty One. You, you breezed right by it. I mean, every everyone's heard of yeah, Area Fifty One. Let's let's move on. I was gonna that. ask what it said about it. Uh, just, just that, that it's, it's in Nevada. Uh, There's historical evidence that you know that's where a lot of uh, of the big like UFO crashes and sightings and stuff were taken to Area Fifty One, like the remnants of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just. It's always been steeped in like lies and and kind of like yeah. contradictory Deceit. events and and things like that. Intense secrecy. Like they have a huge fenced perimeter, and they have heat vision. They have like all kinds of cameras, night vision, all this thing. They even have snipers like set up, like watching well the fences do constantly. You, do you guys remember <clears throat> when they tried to do the Naruto oh, yeah. run into Area 51 or whatever Storm it was? Storm Area 51. Yep. They they stopped that real quick. I'm so bummed nothing happened. I know. I, I think we were all hoping that those idiots were going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, well, yeah, like, do it. Go for the rest of us. You got this. Um, it's one of those things. It's like, aside from all the UFO and everything like that, it's still a military base. Like, you're about to storm a military <laughs> yeah. base. Like, and they, I don't yeah. know. No, no, no. You're, I think that's what finally stopped them. They're like, Armed we will curiosity. shoot you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you will get shot. Um, <laughs> people, been... at one point in time, people also believed that's where they faked the moon landing. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh huh. On a sound stage. Don't there. get Zach going that's on where that. where they did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. Where it's believed, it's where they did. <clears throat> sure. That's a good podcast. You should go watch it. <laughs> That's a really fun one. Um, well, roaming. Real, real quick, sorry. what was that one called? It was just, I think it was, the, uh, I don't remember the name, but it was about the, the moon landing being Was fake. it just moon landing conspiracy or loot? I don't know. Something yeah, about moon landing. Yeah, search our podcast for moon and you'll find it. So this one looks interesting. This one's called The Roaming Ruins. So it's not unusual to find junk in Brasilia's Guanabara Bay. Okay. Brasilia. 
Did I say Brasilia? <laughs> Did I really? Brazils. Yeah. Brazils. <laughs> but what Robert Marx unearthed in 1982 was an unusual kind of foreign matter in an underwater field the size of three tennis courts located 15 miles from the shore lay the remains of some 200 Roman ceramic jars. <clears throat> fully intact. Few fully intact. According to Marx, a professional treasure hunter, the jars appeared to be twin-handled amphorae that was used to transport goods such as grains, wine, in the 3rd century. But how did they get there? The first Europeans didn't reach Brazil until 1500. Dang, that's... So how old are they? I guess, wait, 1500. Romans were around in like zero. <laughs> zero ADs. And like in like the hundreds AD or BCs. They did the deed. <laughs> yeah. They were there before they and after. Yeah, they real. changed the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks, Romans. Oh, Ruined the, the timeline. The Romans who traded primarily in Mediterranean port cities and Middle East had little incentive to invest in ships to go across the oceans. However, they did sail as far as India. Perhaps some untrained navigator lost his way in a storm. Maybe mutineers steered the ship eastward, westward, I mean. We may never know, nor were, are we likely to uncover more evidence. Brazil closed the, bays, the Bay of Jars to further research in 1983. Well, now why are you going to go and do that? Then it just makes us think you're hiding something. <laughs> they are. In an effort to deter looters, who's going to steal a bunch of real old grain? It's probably expired. <laughs> I'd want it. Chris. I'd want the jar. I guess that would be pretty cool. I guess they also say the government didn't want the area explored because finding Roman era artifacts there would mean that contrary to Brazil's history, the Portuguese were not the first European settlers Mm -hmm. to reach the country. Maybe they thought they'd have to like change languages. Well, crap guys. We're all learning Roman. It was the neat fight. (laughs) Hey, could be. Um, so real quick, that podcast was called "Was the Moon Landing Faked?" There Boom! You go. See, Boom. So Moon landing. It was about Pretty a self- year ago when we did it. So that was a year ago. Yeah. Holy dang! Now this one is freaking weird. I've briefly seen this before. This is called the Voynich Manuscript. Okay. So the Voynich Manuscript is roughly two hundred a two hundred and fifty page book. Written in an entirely unknown language and writing system. It's been carbon dated back to the 1400s and includes illustrations of plants that don't resemble any known species. It's named for the Polish book dealer who purchased it in 1912. It is believed to have been intended as a medical text. Its first confirmed owner was George Barish, an alchemist from Prague who discovered it taking up space uselessly in a library. <laughs> Barris tried to investigate the manuscript's origin t- to no avail. Um, it has changed hands for centuries until it was purchased by Voynich, who posited or what who posited that it was authored by Albertus Magnus, an alchemist, and Roger Bacon, an early scientist. However, some believe that Voynich fabricated the manuscript and its history all by himself Various other hoaxes have been proposed over the years. Of course, that wouldn't explain the carbon dating of the paper and ink centuries after its first alleged discovery. 
The Voynich manuscript remains as impenetrable and inexplicable as ever. You can actually find like the pictures of it and stuff, and it's it's freaking weird. Like it, it's just this wild looking. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's part of it. Really? Uh huh. Huh. Looks like just tapestry. Like, yeah, it kind of looks probably like... just some kid's doodles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some kid kid made up his own language and just like, hey, yeah. Which just lasted. <laughs> That's the thing is, can you imagine? Like, there's got to be some of these mysteries that are just have the dumbest answers. Oh, of, right? yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Real- like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, the Mary Celeste, they're just like, guys, wouldn't it be funny if, like, they just found the boat? <laughs> they, they just, just get off and it leave. Out. <laughs> just, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Back on Area 52, or 51, or maybe it is 52, I also thought, didn't that asteroid that hit in, like, Eden, didn't it also have, like, metals that were unknown on this planet? Like, new materials that we had never seen before? I remember hearing that. I don't know. I don't remember if it was from that one, but I do remember an asteroid falling. Yeah, and they were like, this, like... It's not on our periodic chart, yeah. whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, man. That stuff's wild. So wild. Anyway. Would, would that be considered alien? I mean. Technically. Alien material. Yeah. 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 It's cool. Yeah. It's just crazy that it literally happened over by Pineview. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. And they just probably <laughs> rushed it off and hit it. Did you guys hear the boom when I it happened? I thought it was yeah. Mountain Green. Uh-huh. I was out on a golf course. Yeah. How yeah. yeah. long ago was that? Right. Yeah. Mountain yeah, Green, Pine View. They're pretty close to the Did you guys hear it? Oh, I definitely heard we it. Were, yeah. were, when was it? Freaking weird. We were on the golf course. Wasn't that the day of my oh, dad? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's crazy because, yeah, we that were out like golfing. was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last summer. We were there at Riverside on Riverdale. And... That was weird, bro. Frog you in like my morphed into somebody else. Frog in my throat. <laughs> but yeah, we were golfing and all of a sudden we just heard this boom. He's what one the of them. Heck I just remember that? my dad made the joke because it was right after he drove. And, and so he was like, oh, all right. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> still got it, boys. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Oh, yeah, because it was Snow Basin's cameras that caught some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude. Anyway, another side note: they said that because uh, there was recently one in Texas, like a meteor hit, uh-huh. and they said <clears throat> that more some I don't remember what the exact verbiage was, but somehow because that one was able to get through, it could mean that we're more vulnerable to them now. And there's even a really big one heading towards us. It'll be here in the two hundred years. No, there was that. No, like soon. There's the one it's supposed to hit on Valentine's Day 30 years from now. Ma Bruce Willis. Save us. Well, I also, they also, oh yeah, the other day, remember, this was, no, this was last year. A I song think. just comes they to my sent, head you mention that. Every time. They sent a satellite out to hit an asteroid just to see if they could move it. Oh, right. And I remember they were all excited because they hit it because the cameras showed like it get closer and closer and then just didn't work anymore <laughs> so they hit it but they had to like wait a couple weeks to see if it did anything uh-huh. and i can't i never looked it up <laughs> all it did was speed it up and piss right. it off <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got mad that's one it was supposed to turn red 
made it turn towards us. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to hit 200 years, but now it's going to hit on Valentine's yep, Day 30 years is. from now. So yeah. It put a little curve on it. There's a comet, <laughs> they said, that has a chance to hit. And it's not like in the point percentages, it's in the percentages. And yeah. I thought that was like in 200 years. Ooh. I don't have Ooh, to worry gosh. about it. Yeah. Not my problem. Yeah. My kid doesn't either. Not my problem. He but hey, we haven't seen half the meteors that are hitting the earth right now, so who knows? It's right. true. It's true. Um, so here's one about the Pollock sisters and whether or not they proved reincarnation is real. What? So today, 24% of Americans believe in reincarnation, although scientists tend to poo-poo on the possibilities. <laughs> Every once in a while, an unsolved mystery comes around that's so compelling and otherwise unexplained that it gives even scientists pause. That is what we have in the story of the Pollock sisters. In 1957, two young English sisters, Joanna Pollock, 11, and Jacqueline Pollock, 6, died in a tragic car, car accident. One year later, their mother gave birth to twins, Jillian and Jennifer. When the twins were old enough to talk, they began identifying and requesting toys that had belonged to their dead sisters pointing out landmarks only their dead sisters would have known, such as the school they'd attended and sometimes panicking upon seeing cars idling. The car is coming to get us, they reportedly shrieked on, on one occasion. After the twins turned five, these, instances began, these incidents became less frequent, and the girls went on to lead normal lives. Still, the story of the Pollock sisters made its way to Dr. Ian Stevenson, a psychologist who studied reincarnation after studying thousands of supposed cases. He wrote a book telling of 14 he believed to have been real, including that of the Pollock sisters. Dang. Christ. I heard another one about this. Um, uh, I think it was this girl, this Indian girl, like in India, who would go into these like weird comas and like short, like she'd be standing there. And all of a sudden, like, starts, like, doing all this weird stuff. Like, she was basically, like, she was being murdered. Like, she would, like, grasp at her oh. throat. And she'd just be standing there in the middle of nowhere. And she would, like, black out. And then she'd wake up. And she was, like, a different person. She didn't recognize her husband. She didn't recognize her family. She didn't recognize any of this stuff. And ultimately, long story short, this guy heard about this person because she, you know, said her name was something completely different. She talked a different way, like used it kind of still the same language, but like a different vocabulary, a little more slang, a little more young kind of. Well, then this guy came to visit hearing about this person and supposedly he was the father of the girl that she was claiming to be. And that girl had been murdered like a couple like weeks before when this had all started by her like mother-in-law. And so it's it, it's this whole crazy thing about how she was murdered and somehow like took this girl's place. It, it's freaking nuts. Dang. But like the facts, the facts that she was <laughs> saying and the things that she was that had happened and, and what she knew like made no sense at all. Really? Yeah, dude. Hmm. And did she permanently remain that person? I can't remember. Now that you mention it, I may not have finished the video. That feels <laughs> that's sad for her husband. Like suddenly she just right because she like ran. She would run away from him because she was like, "Who are you? I don't know you." Oh, man, I don't know you. Don't I don't take know my purse. you. And what does he say? That's my purse. I don't know. 
that. <laughs> this one looks fun. The Flannan Isles Lighthouse Disappearances. In 1900, three keepers of the Flannan Isles Lighthouses house off the west coast of Scotland disappeared under the strangest of circumstances. The lighthouse was manned by a three-person team, uh, Thomas, James, and Donald, with a fourth man rotating in from shore on Boxing Day, December 26th, of 1900. Oh, okay. <laughs> the relief. Okay, another, a lot dude, of this stuff happens in December. <laughs> What's happening in December? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why Christmas is in December, just to like I mean, distract coinc- us. Coincidentally? Distracts us from all these things happening. Huh. The relief keeper arrived to find none of the lighthouse keepers present. The only sign that anything was amiss was an overturned chair near the kitchen table. No bodies were found, which was led to endless speculation. Theories ranged from drownings to abduction by foreign spies, a ghost ship, the Mary Celeste, or a giant sea monster. It's the giant sea monster that's attached to the Mary Celeste. Yes. He just grabbed lasers on its head. He's like, I'm here anyways. (laughs) Um, Whatever happened back in the 1900s, the Flannan Isles Lighthouse, we may never know. We may never know. We may never know. Um, so they never all. found the three people? Never? No. It's gone. Dude, Just okay. like they never found the people. And the only the way boat. on and off was the this boat. And I don't... I don't... I think I've heard of this one, think too. they were taken out by a high tide? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> they could have been. That's the thing. Is they could have just drowned. Yeah. But, like, the fact that, like... They got too how drunk. How are you going to just drown? They got yeah. too drunk. There's three of them. They got too drunk. <laughs> and too close to the water. And too close to the Tipped over the chair. They all laughed, went outside to have a pee. <laughs> Fell off the cliff. Never That's seen funny, again. Man. Eaten by Greenland sharks. Could, okay, put it in the other perspective. You are the family member, and your family, or one of your family members, is part of a group that just goes missing. Mm. That is unsettling. That's the to worst. Think about. That'll okay. haunt you for your the rest of your life. Yeah. If you if you no had pleasure. to. It, would you rather have a family member just disappear and not like kidnapped, not just gone missing, but disappear like this weird kind of stuff or have that bizarre case of strep throat where they go into statue mode? <sighs> would I know that they're in statue mode? Go to sleep. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, they're going to freeze right there. But like, I kind of feel like disappear because then hopefully they wouldn't suffer. Like for their I sake, I don't know. But yeah, where you would know? your mind go? But then at the same time, the statue one they could come out of it. And the statue one, I mean, on a selfish reasoning, it's like they're still there. You can get, you can talk to them, you can hug them. Potentially, you can still feed them and keep them going until True. until the hope that they do pull out of it. Woo! But that's like playing a video game with your kid. And you're letting them play, and they're driving you nuts with how they're playing, and they're not doing it right. <clears throat> that would be your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Move your hands, like, you stupid idiot. Feed jump. yourself. Just no. You jump too soon. No, jump. No, a little further. No. Be Let me do it. Are you talking like them watching you? Yeah, yeah. that'd be their life. Oh yeah. Watching you not. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Like trying to feed him, it's like I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, like, that means Can't he likes it. it. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why that related, but uh, I get that. Oh, the disappearance thing. 
It's like, do you remember that movie Dark Skies? Yes. About aliens. Fantastic huh. movie. Oh, it's so good. Is it is it based on a true story? Yeah. Oh yeah. Where um yeah, they uh weird stuff starts to happen in the home and the kid even starts to draw pictures of them and different things and and one of the kids ends up like going or like they she does this research and find out that when this stuff starts to happen that someone in the household ends up going missing. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids does. Oh, spoiler. Well, that show's fine. That show's good. <laughs> it's a very good one. Highly recommend Yeah. Hmm. What was that called again? Dark Skies. Dark Skies. Dark Skies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to see it now that I know what happens. You we don't know what happens after that because <laughs> no. that happens pretty early. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, right. does it? I think so. Yeah. I remember it being like They're... not, not, it wasn't like, that wasn't like the climactic part, I don't think. Hmm. It's been Still. a while, so yeah, you could be right. Recommend but, it. Yeah, 100% recommend. <sighs> um, this one's a weird one. I mean, they all are. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> this is the uh, Moving forward. the bridge in Overton that calls dogs to their maker. Where's Overton? In uh, Dumbarton. Or Where's near Dumbarton? It. It's, uh, Sounds British. It's uh, Scottish. Scottish? It's the Overton Bridge near Dumbarton seems to call dogs to leap to their death. A perfect spot for what? mysteries. Yeah. Since the early 1960s, some 50 canines have perished and hundreds more have jumped but survived. Oh, my God. Reports slate via their Atlas Obscura blog that some returning for a second leap onto the jagged rocks 50 feet below. Oh, my The gosh. Scottish Society That's Scotland of the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals has sent representatives to investigate, but to no avail. In terms of scientific truth, it is debatable, if not incredibly unlikely, that dogs are capable of forming an intent to die. Yet something is luring dogs off the bridge, often from the very same spot and always on sunny, dry days. Many theories have arisen, including the bridge is haunted. Um, This was a popular theory after a local man threw his baby son to his death oh in 94 real quick mm -hmm, a mink a mink is marking the area with an almost irresistible scent and a sound anomaly that's back to the sound that's what what i was gonna say say, Uh dog whistle like exists at the bridge that only dogs can hear whatever is causing the phenomenon dog owners would be wise to take heed and keep their dogs on leashes Dang. What was that? It's just some weird dude that like set up a a, a whistle down there because he hates whistle. people that don't have dogs on leashes. <laughs> oh, oh, right? <laughs> There's just someone. He's just spiting them. Uh, <clears throat> That's oh, so man. bizarre. That is um, that honestly that one takes the cake for me out of all these. That that is insane. Really? Right? That like, one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, cuz think about it. It's like a very specific breed, like a it's like a specific animal type that's only drawn to it. Yeah. Hmm. It's just bizarre. No, I I At still least find so we know of. strep throat making me go into statue mode. Is, <laughs> that one's yeah, you scarring me. Throat, you're going to be scared. I actually death. just got over it. Every so. time he has a sore throat, he's going to be like, good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> don't worry, bud. If you ever go statue mode, I got you. <laughs> I'll take care of you. 
Um, I'll make sure to feed you tomatoes. It's like carrying me sideways. Like <laughs> well, that'll bring him out of it. There we go. That'll get you out of it. We'll just start well, throwing throw, you tomatoes. Throw tomatoes oh, at him, and gosh. he starts dodging them. You <laughs> <laughs> curd. Cherry wants to make you chomp on him. Oh, <laughs> guys are literally describing we hell. Have, <laughs> we have the antidote. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about the big gray men. If you ever go into statue mode, I'm just uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just flick it. Start no, flicking he starts, he starts to jump. He's cured. Just, <laughs> just put a clothespin on it. <laughs> Get down a nibble. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of those black paper clips where you fold the handles back. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so we we went and got pedicures for a med try episode. Bless this girl's heart. She, you know, she wanted to give me a pedicure and uh, she's a big fan of the show. I think she even tunes in for the podcast. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. awesome. And uh, she, the whole time. Kept reaching back. It was, and... no, she was grabbing me oh. by the hip. I could not relax. <laughs> I couldn't. I literally sat there like this the I'm whole I'm surprised you didn't kick time. her. Right? I, it took like everything in knock me. Knock her out. Me. Oh, man. It was, I was so <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> that whole episode. So uncomfortable. <laughs> so oh my goodness. Have you posted it yet? Oh yeah, it's been up. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I was, watch it. I was gonna hurry and say so um the other day when we were talking about having stomach issues, the other day I was having major stomach pains and I'm not a believer in those essential oils, but there's just times when I'm like common medicine isn't working. So I'm like, you know what, let's give it a shot. And so my sister in law has a bunch and she's kind of recommended some to us and some of them really do work, and there's this one called like Digez or Di Digez. I don't know. <laughs> has to do with Digez. your Digez. <laughs> has to do with your digestive system. And I asked Jenny, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try using this." I'm like, "Do I just rub it on my stomach?" And she's like, "No, you have to drip it into your belly button." I'm like, "You're kidding me!" <laughs> and she's like, "No, I'm I'm being serious." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Because my belly button is the way your Achilles yeah. is. And I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you gotta do it. And I lift up my shirt and I like hit it, hit my face, and she dripped a couple drops in there. Oh my gosh, it was the most uncomfortable feeling in my life. <laughs> just That's like really if I were to stop it, I'll backhand <laughs> so you. Funny. But, like, Oh. Mm. Someone, poke him, someone poke him in the belly button while we're throwing tomatoes no. at him. <laughs> He'll wake up immediately. You pull your finger out, it pulls the inside. Makes a popping oh, noise. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Go in there looking for lint. <laughs> I liked it better when we were making fun of him. Bro, bro, if he doesn't touch it, there's probably like a fat old storage pocket of lint in there. Like... What if it's like super deep and he doesn't even know? <laughs> yeah, do you like not pull your belly button out? It's I like do, a magician's trick. You just oh, pull okay. him. <laughs> Pulling like, the freaking <laughs> lint out like constantly. Gosh, just goes down to like so his anus. <laughs> <laughs> you got a second bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you don't like it. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> what was that one about the big gray man? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So the big gray man <laughs> is an inhuman creature that is said to haunt the summit and passes of the second highest peak in Scotland, Ben McDee. In the native Scottish tongue, the creature is known as Amphialiathmore, like the Yeti of the Himalayas and the Big Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch, of the American Pacific Northwest. The big gray man has been seen by few eyewitnesses what makes the big gray man particularly frightening 
is that his physical characteristics don't resemble that of a bear, and thus sightings can't be... Or wait, yeah, don't resemble that of a beer? Beer? Bear? And thus sightings (laughs) can't be dismissed as bear sightings. Oh, interesting. Those who have seen the big gray man describe it as extremely tall, over 10 feet, and human-like, with short hair, broad shoulders, and long arms. Ew. Nearly all reports of the sighting include the sound of gravel crunching beneath footfalls. Scientists haven't been able to come up with an explanation for the sightings and the accompanying sound, although psychologists have proposed that those who have supposedly seen the and heard the big gray man have been in a state of physical and mental anguish brought on by exhaustion and or isolation. Gross. So he like appears when they're tired mm-hmm. and by themselves. Ew. That's like that game. What's that? Was that big, tall? The Slenderman? Slenderman. Slenderman. Oh, gross. Yeah, big, tall. I don't know the way they describe him. I, 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 once again, I, this is why I believe in Bigfoot, because there's Bigfoot. just versions of him all over. Through all different cultures. Yeah. yeah. So are there multiples? Yes. That's the way I believe big it. Big feet? Yes. To, to go off on a random tangent, I wanted to actually share this in the last podcast. So... Um, Lucas, our son that was just born, his name, Lucas Vaughn, his name translated, Lucas means uh, bringer of light. And then his middle name, Vaughn, means hope. So bringer of light and hope. But what was really cool is Vaughn is actually Nordic, V-O-N. And so there's an actual bind rune of his name. So do you know what a bind rune is? So like those symbols? It's like, like the, it's like runes, those Nordic symbols yeah. that they all combine and they make a symbol. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, where the symbol for Bluetooth came from. Really? Yeah. No way. I heard that, actually. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's based off of runes and an old uh, Viking king. Oh, crazy. Harold Bluetooth. Anyway, I didn't... Bluetooth is his name? Yep. Hmm. Wonder why. Great <laughs> breath, though. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it is because he had one dead tooth. Really? And it was like a bluish hue, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's a yeah. weird story. I don't remember why I looked it up, but it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, where did Bluetooth come I from? I think that's what it was. But yeah, I just thought that was very cool. Something that uh, no, I, cool. I didn't even know about was that he had a, like a bind rune for his name. Yeah, that's that's cool. rad. So. You should, his name should just be a symbol then, like the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Von Hossel is in German means from. Yeah. So from Spoiler. Light and hope from Spoma. Lucas from yeah. Spoma. I'm going to say it's the same thing in Dutch or whatever. Van. Van. It's Van. Same thing of. So you're of not Beacom. Dutch, you're English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. You wish you were Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. I love gold. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> So here's here's an interesting one. We're almost we're almost there, guys. Hang in there. The Circleville letters. So in 1976, residents of Circleville, Ohio, freaking Ohio, dude, Ohio is down wild. in Ohio, down in Ohio, <laughs> began receiving hate mail that has wreaked havoc ever since. The letters, postmarked from Columbus, were invasive and accusatory, highlighting a supposed affair between the school bus driver, Mary Gillespie, and the school's superintendent. One letter addressed to Mary's husband, Ron, threatened, Why Ron gotta be brought into this? threatened his life <laughs> if he didn't put a stop to the affair by uh, 1977. That's why. The husband was dead by 1977. 
Oh. The result of a suspicious one-car crash involving shots fired. When the sheriff ruled the death an accident... It's a backfire. A terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> sheriff. Um, however, the, the residents began receiving letters accusing the sheriff of a cover-up. The letters continued throughout the 1970s and early 1980s, and even after Ron's sister's, Ron's sister's husband, Paul Freshour, that's weird, was convicted of writing the letters and attempting to murder Mary via a booby-trap-rigged pistol. Jeez. Even the fresh hour, even with fresh hour in prison, however, the letters continued. He even received one himself. In 1994, he was released and he maintained his innocence until his death in 2012. The true identity of the Circleville letter writer remains unknown. Some still believe it was fresh hour. Others believe it was Mary herself and that she used the letters to concoct and support the perfect murder of her own husband. Interesting. Huh. It's kind of like there's that other story. It was a, they made a Netflix show about it, uh, about this family that moved into like this old historic house in I think like upstate New York, and they started getting letters, like oh. like giving detailed information about what they were doing in the house. Good, heavens. like from from vantages that weren't easy uh -huh. to get to. Gross. <clears throat> and they never figured out who was sending the letters. They they event, eventually ended up moving. But they were getting all these letters, and they didn't know if it was the neighbors, what was going on, and it, like, they were some of them were pretty bad, like that, threatening them with violence and death and all that, that stuff. Car, that car crash accident reminds me of COVID. It's like, yeah, he was shot at, but he died from the accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was shot in the head, but the car crashed. So clearly, it was the car crash that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that. Uh, um. Oh, who was it that shared the video? I forgot what country it was in. I want to say it was Russia, where the pedophile was. Oh yeah, yeah. the yeah. the guy whose the, daughter the was a victim. Yeah, got yeah. the guy. Judge ruled it as a suicide. It's like <laughs> yes. suicide by like seven stab wounds. Yeah, no, it was like yep. thirty eight in the back. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Dude, that's Death that's my suicide. kind of judge right there. And I, and dug his own yeah, shallow grave. Yeah, dug his own shallow grave. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, yes. And proceeded to stab himself in the back. Yeah, in the yeah. grave, and then somehow covered himself up afterwards. <laughs> I love that. Oh, uh, that's that's how it should be. Um, here we have the Tunguska event on the morning of June thirtieth, nineteen oh eight. Seven hundred seventy square miles of forest in Siberia, Russia, were flattened by what would have appeared to have been an explosion. Except that there was no witness, there were no witnesses and no other evidence. The phenomenon knows, known as the Tus Tunguska event has been classified by scientists as the largest impact event, which means a recordable impact between two astronomical objects, such as an asteroid and the Earth. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> in recorded history, yet no impact crater has, has ever, ever been found, been found which mm. would be an important earmark of an impact event. Thus, scientists can only surmise what may have happened, which may be that an asteroid exploded over the Earth and the destruction that ensued beneath in Siberia was the result of the after effects. It's like when an unstoppable object, into <laughs> immovable or impenetrable, what, uh, <laughs> an, an, an unstoppable object, object, an object of, it's a no, an unstoppable immovable. force <laughs> whose 
<laughs> hits an immovable oh object, boy. right? Unstoppable object, immovable. Fo- I can't remember. You're, I mean, you're right there. Wow. Uh, you know what we're an trying to say. Unstoppable force <laughs> meets an immovable and, object. Yeah. There it is. Are we yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. Good. But look at that. 770 square miles of forest flattened. That's crazy. That's not a small amount Without of Without a crater. And no crater. I want to know. It doesn't really specify. I mean, judging by the description, it sounds like it's laid out as if it were an explosion in all directions, yeah. right? Almost like a weird crop circle. But no center. But yeah, no. no 770 impact. square miles. I mean, a lot. like part of me wants to say, oh, it's just a landslide. But that's so big. Yeah. Like how big is... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. I mean, it. dude, that's the like, size about, of Utah. I was about to say, how big is, is like a state? I mean, I like, don't know. No, I mean, it's like what? Maybe like miles Rhode Island. From... How big is Rhode Island? I don't know. Rhode Island square miles. Oh, that's nothing, dude. That's like the size of Salt Lake. Not even. <clears throat> 1500 oh. so it's half the size. So oh, really? Half the size of Just Rhode a little Island. under half the size of Rhode so, Island. So, still. That's huge. How big That's is big. Utah? Bigger uh, than that. Man, my math is so far off. That's wonderful. Right. Dude, right? Well, Good we were struggling with the phrase unstoppable force. So, yeah. <laughs> 84,899. <laughs> miles. <laughs> <laughs> Squared. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, because isn't it from uh, northern Utah to southern Utah only like 400 miles, 500 miles? Well, the Salt Lake itself is sixteen ninety nine. So, so Salt Lake's bigger just under than Rhode half, Island. Just under half of the Salt Lake. That's crazy. I mean, so maybe it's still pretty big. I mean, depending I if mean, it's in the mountains, it could be a landslide. That said, it was Greater Salt Lake. So, I, what does that consist mm. of? So, Great Salt Lake. Great Salt Lake. So that's, that's saying the, the lake salt itself. Lake. The oh, salt the lake. lake. Yeah, wow, the lake's bigger than Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah, dude. Rhode Island's tiny. Wow. Rhode Island's tiny and full of a bunch of snobs. Um, that <laughs> Except for those me. ones listening. The ones listening are not snobs. Yeah. They're wonderful They're human probably beings. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, have you ever heard of that? It, I think it's in the same area, but there's a forest um, that literally it's, it's, it's like, a, like a half a mile wide or something like that in a circle. Nothing can grow there. At all. They've tried. How'd the trees get there? There's no trees. You said forest. Yeah, it's in a forest. <laughs> and it's surrounding. Oh, okay. So it's like a clearing. But in it's the forest. a clearing right in the forest, and nothing can like grow no, there. No really? grass. Nothing. Yes, no grass. No nothing. They've tried. Um, it's just dirt. Yeah, it's, they believe that it's haunted of some force and that there's something there that's keeping them. So that Josh Gates guy. Um, one of his older shows, I can't remember what it was called. Um, he went out with his team and they were saying that you would hear noises out there, all this weird stuff going on. And so they decided one by one for them to go sit in the middle of this place in the middle of the night, (laughs) isolated, anything like that. One of the guys, they only had one guy do it. One of the guys went out there and sat down. Literally they have video footage of him getting yanked back. Oh, and like being pulled and he was like freaking out. And then he gets up and he had scratches on him and they were like, we don't know what's causing this, but where's this at? I want to say it's in the same place as that in Uh, Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in Russia. Yeah. Tell me, man, Siberia is freaking weird. Fish string and a little. Did you say that was? 
How many what? Square miles. Seven. Seven seventy. Seven seventy. Yeah. That's four hundred ninety-seven thousand acres. So it's a big chunk. Oh yeah, it's huge. That's Jeez. weird. I want to know more about Zach's story. I know. In this list, is that is there those uh, that that forest that's in like China or something like that? Oh yeah. Oh no, you're thinking of the. Are you t- talking about the suicide forest in yeah. Japan? Japan, yeah. That's that one's eerie. Yeah. We should weird. cover that sometime because I don't I know so much too. about it, oh, but yeah. it's so creepy. Just what I do know. Oh, Have you yeah. seen the movie of it? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's called oh, the yeah, forest. Dude. It's really good. It's good. Oh, it's so crazy. They don't even like allow you to go in there by yourself. Mm-mm. Interesting. Uh, And the last thing we have on our list is the disappearance of Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. Do you guys remember this? This just happened. No, No, this happened years ago. Oh, in 2014. I do. But they just came out with a documentary about it on Netflix. My wife watched it, saying it was shot down or whatever. There's different theories about it. I do remember this. This was when uh, Jess and I started dating. 2014, while flying from Malaysia to China, a Boeing 777 carrying 239 passengers and crew members seems to have vanished into thin air. The multinational search effort, the largest in aviation history, has turned up a mere 20 pieces of aircraft debris. The Prime Minister of Malaysia has declined to comment other than to say the aircraft disappeared over the Indian Ocean. The lack of closure has engendered Multiple theories, many of which are considered conspiracy theories, which, according to Harvard professor Kath Sunstein, are a natural product of horrific and dangerous situations because such events make people angry, fearful, and look for a target. Theories include hijacking, captured by the United States, crew suicide, it was reported that the pilot was having marital problems, uh, fire aboard the aircraft, vertical entry into the sea, a meteor strike, and even alien abduction. Notwithstanding the passage of three years and the expenditure of 160 million scouring thousands of miles of ocean and disappearance of Malaysian Airlines flights 370 and the 239 people aboard remains a mystery. Dang, that's crazy. I mean, I know it's a bad joke, but I I, I just my mind immediately goes to Lost. Right? Do you ever see Lost? Mm-hmm. I never watched. I mean, it. I never watched the series, but I know enough Show's about so it. So good. Oh, it's so, well. The first like four or five seasons are good. Maybe mm. four. I still there's only five seasons. It's good. Uh, maybe well, it's yeah. the first three. Then I remember like halfway through it, it it it, it got a little. That was when the writer strike happened. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It Every show weird. that existed during the writer strike sucked at that time. Really? Because mm-hmm. all these all these big writers who wrote all these really awesome shows all went on strike. But the studios were like, no, we're going to keep making it. And so they basically had like the interns and stuff keep writing. And literally, if you're watching a show and it's great, and then one or two seasons just veer off into weird directions, and then all of a sudden it comes back to being good again, Mm -hmm. it was the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. Really? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Lost was the first three seasons was so good. So good. Anyway, that's crazy. Malaysian Airlines, that's terrifying that still even to today it still yeah. hasn't been solved just yeah. disappeared even with all of our technology mm-hmm. yeah think too the ocean is like crazy huge have you ever seen that diagram that's kind of been going viral on instagram where yeah. someone made a, a chart of how deep the ocean is yes yeah. 
downtown. Like the CGI thing where it yeah. just keeps going? Dude, blew my freaking mind. Yeah. It's comparing it to like landmarks. Like yeah. things we recognize. Like the and Empire like, State Building, the Statue of Liberty, like things like that. Yeah. And it's just keep even going. But then it goes what's so that? far past all of that. And you're like, what? Like what's that tower in Dubai? The tallest. The Burj Khalifa. Khalifa. Yeah. yeah. It even shows that. And it still looks like a little thing. You're like, oh my gosh. It gets down to the, is it the Mariana's Trench? Yeah. Isn't that the, still yep. the deepest yeah. spot? Well, and I didn't realize, I, I don't know if I knew and forgot, but I didn't realize the Titanic was so freaking deep. Yeah, that, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, holy balls. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Crazy. Honestly, that that weirds me out. And it's like we found, know, we found that bad boy, but we can't find all these other ships that just sink and have a bunch of gold on them in not that deep of water. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it to me, it was one of those videos or comparable things where it's almost like the earth and then it starts comparing it to other planets and galaxies. The second you basically get past the sun, I'm like, this is not real. (laughs) I I saw one one time (laughs) where it went out far and it it made the sun look like it was the tip of a needle. Yep. Like it was like, Yep, and it was like some red giant. Yeah, like this big, and the sun's like a needle. And you're like, yeah. And to think that that's how we are to the sun, and it's like, oh yeah, we're literal dust. We are. We are, we are the, the little people on the snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. So here's now here here's my last question to pose to you. While I was looking for something like this, some of these mysteries, I found another one, and straight up the first question was, where did all the water come from? On the earth. How is it that we're the only planet in the entire universe that we know of that has water on it? I mean, I know. God. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it was weird. It was just weird. Because no one. Had, <laughs> I mean, that's it. I don't think anyone had ever like asked me that question. Like, where'd the water come from? I'm like, well. <laughs> All right. God said, let there be water. It was just here. <laughs> That's, I mean, not to get on that, but it's like, that's why like the Big Bang Theory, things like that. I'm like, it just mm-hmm. can't happen that way. Oh, yeah. I'm to a point like I get there's science behind s- some of it, but I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, I saw a video with Neil deGrasse Tyson recently where he was talking about and He's like, this is the thing that keeps me up at night. He's like, we're seeing so far into the universe. Oh, I heard this. That we're realizing it doesn't look like we thought it did for one. But then two is that it, it what did he say? Like with that new telescope they have. Yeah. But basically like it goes into nothing. It's like, it's challenging everything they think about the universe and expansion and stuff. And he's like, the thing that keeps me up at night is that, it'll come to a point where in the future people won't be able to see that far. Even like, it'll be so far out that they won't know that even we existed or something like that. But then he's like, but that makes you think how far have we come that we can't see back to stuff that happened long before our universe even existed. So basically he's like, he's like both ways. We could just be missing a big chunk of the history of the universe that we don't realize actually exists, but we didn't think it did because we can see what they claim is like where the big bang happened and stuff. 
I don't know. I mean, I butchered I, it, but the way he said it, I was like, holy crap. Doesn't oh, he kind of talk about almost time travel? That it's like you can see... You can see uh, yeah. so far back that you can see the origins of the universe. I think I listened to him on a podcast or something, and he was talking about that. That, like, the way he's like, if you were to take, how did he say it? But something like, if you could put a mirror out in, like, as far as we could see, by the time it reflected off the mirror and got back to you, somehow it, like, it's the invention of time travel, the way he described it. I, I don't remember. Gosh, I was like basically nuts. you'd be putting an image of what the earth is out. And by the time you oh, saw yeah. it, it would be so far in the past. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you'd yeah. be looking at an image that is literally like thousands of years old. Yeah. Basically. Cause what they're, cause all the, the light they're receiving from the edge of the galaxy happened hundreds of thousands, billions of years ago. Yeah. And Jeez. see even that still, cause they say like our the light we're receiving from our sun is already eight minutes old yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. That it's like even that just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And was yeah. it you that shared there was that video to put into perspective uh, the speed of light? Yeah, how fast it goes around the Earth? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh, I think I got it now. He was talking about how because you know how some of the galaxies are basically they're heading towards each other. Yeah, they're merging. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, it's gonna get to a point where they merge. And people hundreds of years in the future will never have known them to not be together. Oh, yeah. So he's like, how many times have galaxies already merged, have already become new ones that we will never know about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Or have already merged that we won't see for another thousand years. Yeah. Oh, it's freaking nuts. The The world is full of mysteries. The thing that blows my mind with that is like... Is like if let's say the the cause of the destruction of Earth is like an asteroid or something, like the thing that, like what if it's because of an explosion out there that's now sh- in the process of shooting debris at us that's going to be right. the death of us? It's, it's like what if it's already happened and it's in the works and it's like death, it like death and destruction and the apocalypse is upon us and we have no idea. And it still could be hundreds of years out, but it's just weird in my head to just think like it's already underway. Yeah. You like know? Our, it's, our timer's already yeah. started and counting down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Cause it's one of those like little things where it's like, if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, what would you do? But it's like kind of sort of like that. But, well, we know we're going <laughs> to die at some point. Everybody yeah. has to, you know? I saw this one post and it was something to the effect of like, at some point the sun's going to fade out, you know, Uh and then everything on earth will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. And it was like, even though that's ridiculously far in the future, like we will not be around at all. It still makes you feel sick to your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the end of man. And you're like, I have, I don't even have to worry about it. It's so far. It was like that one video where they've taken the timeline and they said in like, what was it? In 50 years from now, this is what's going to be. And then it's like, and it goes on and explains where we're going to be so many years. And it gets like way down the road. Like it gets like thousands of years worth what the earth is going to look like. And it shows the earth go into a dark abyss, but then almost rebloom and, and recreate itself. And it's like, you're watching it and you're, it's making oh, you yeah. sick to your stomach. You're like, Oh my gosh, how are we even going to, and it's like, 
oh, this is like 10 million years from now. Like, yeah, yeah like, I remember. Yeah. Okay. It's something uh, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That but, uh, reminds me of the other video. I've, I, sh- I think I shared both of these videos. One was when you think about the solar system, a lot of times we think of like the you know, the sun's just here. We're all just spinning around it. And it's like, but in reality, the sun's flying through the universe and we're all spinning around it. Yeah. It like shows their tails, right? Well, then you watch, did you watch that video of like the, he was like the stoner kid? Yeah. When he's talking about, he's like, how are there even ghosts, man? Like when you die and come back to haunt, like the earth's not even in the same place it was when you died, man. Like, (laughs) how are they sticking to it? (laughs) He's like, what if if they're just chasing us? What if they're just all out in space chasing us and one day we'll stop and they'll catch up to us? (laughs) He's like, that's why aliens are mad at us because we're just leaving our ghosts. Space ghosts all over. (laughs) Space ghosts, coast to coast. Um, before we end it, I wanted to go over that forest real quick. Yes. Just oh, to add yeah. on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's super quick. Um, but it's actually, it's in Romania, actually. Okay. Oh, the circle. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, weirdest part, it's in Transylvania, Romania. <gasps> oh. Dude, we didn't go there. Right? And so, Dracula. it's called the, uh, the Hawaii Bakuya Woods or whatever. That doesn't I'm sound Romanian. Butchered that. Hawaiians but, took over. Right. <laughs> um, Put a Mobetas in the middle. <laughs> but basically it says the site. Um, so it's called the circle, which is the inner part of the forest. It's a clearing perfectly shaped like a circle where people see paranormal activities. Weird. Uh, the site of strange paranormal phenomena, which has been recorded and researched over nearly 50 years. The woods are thought to be notoriously haunted by the Romanian peasants who were murdered there. It is believed that the souls of these ghosts are trapped within the wood confines and that the ghosts are enraged by their predicament within the dark interior people have been known to disappear strange lights have been seen the wind seems to speak and the visions of these tormented spirits are observed by terrified travelers pairs of green eyes and black fog have been observed here and many people report a feeling of being watched as they traveled near the forest edge um, locals also believe that there is a hub for this paranormal activity, a circular plateau deep in the forest, which is uh, devoid of trees and which is thought to be the home of these ghosts. Uh, photos taken here have been developed to reveal hovering shapes and outlines of human forms. Uh, the forest uh, says to be named after the shepherd that disappeared with 200 sheep into the forest. Uh, there is also another legend that states that a five-year-old girl disappeared into the forest and didn't come out for five years and was wearing the same clothes she disappeared in the five years prior. Oh, man. Did she not grow at all? She grew, but she just came back wearing those same clothes. <laughs> I don't, I assume, I don't know. Freaking yoked. All the same um, dress. The buns are just hanging on for dear life. Like, what? So, <laughs> fighting demons all day? <laughs> that being said, I looked up uh, that episode. It's, it's on Destination Truth. Is that oh, Josh okay. Case one? And I, I so I must was mistaken. He had three of them. Three of them did a personal EVP in the middle of this clearing um, because they were seeing stuff. They I remember the episode. So he was actually saying that they could hear voices, what they thought were voices around that edge of the forest or whatnot. Um, so Josh, when he did it, um, he was seeing a light in like in the background. So what they did is they, they did that. All the other people went back far enough. So you couldn't see them, couldn't hear them, anything like that, but they were watching the video as they were being recorded and stuff. So Josh said he could see a light. 
Um, one of his other guys, this is one I was telling you about, during his isolation session, was seated on the ground and without any warning, he was knocked backwards and dragged away from his position. Um, so Josh came running up to him and they found him. He was disoriented, but they found fresh wounds and scratches from his arm. And then another guy, um, as he went out there, all of a sudden became really sick. Gross. Started just feeling really sick. So they actually decided to end the investigation and called it. Jeez. No, I'm good. So wait, is it the, is it the whole forest then? The whole forest is technically haunted, but that but that's circular the, part is like the hub. It's kind of like the, there's so much negative energy the there that point. nothing can grow. Yeah. You know what so, it is? Oh, and that's the other thing too. So they took... They took the, uh, they actually got a sample of the dirt, brought it back with them and actually had the dirt tested. And the scientist who tested, he's like, I don't know why nothing's growing there. The dirt is just they fine. Plant, they should have potted it and put like grass in there or something. See if it grows. Oh, away grow from out it. of it. Ooh. You know what, there. you know what it is? Hmm. See upside down. Freaking Gorgons. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gorgons. Demi, demigorgons. There, there you go. Gorgon is what Medusa is. Yes. <laughs> um, and from toy soldiers. I wonder, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. The Gorgons. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that's where Vlad would impel his people. His yeah. victims. Ooh. I saw a meme about Vladimir. <laughs> It's like, hold on to your dreams. Vladimir didn't impale his first person until his mid-30s. You still have a chance. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Gross. <laughs> well, I hope you guys made it this far. This was kind of a long one, but I, I liked it. I enjoy talking said, about this weird stuff. They they deserve long ones. We've been gone for a while. They so. do. Yeah. You're hey. welcome. We're giving you all the, the business. We're giving <laughs> nice you and long. We're giving all. you a nice long <laughs> Podcast. I just split it up into two parts. No, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's another cut. He's but, not doing that. Hey, if you if you enjoyed any of the stories today and you want to know more about them, let us know in the comments. Like what you want us to go in depth in, we can do some more research to kind of yeah. kind of try to figure out more about it. Or if you have any other really cool conspiracy theories, unsolved mysteries, strange dark mysterious stuff let us know so we can look into it and do more podcasts like this like i love i love i want to do i want to do deep dives yeah like severe deep dives on any of these i'm so down amelia Earhart. that one's always blowing my mind amelia Earhart is mind-blowing yeah dude all of it freaking crazy let us know in the comments which ones you guys want to hear the most We'll get on that. But and uh, thumbs them up so we can see. So it filters yes. them to the top. Yeah. So read oh, through the go. comments. Be like, ooh, I like this one. Yeah. If there's one you agree with, just make it higher. Make it go up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We love you. We love your support. Give us a hashtag of I'm ghosties. Ghosties. Okay, Ghosties. Ghosties. <laughs> sure. Ghosties. Right? Ghosties it is. Hit, it with, hit us with ghosties. Um, yeah. What you got? Nothing. You got a better <laughs> you, you one? You came in way too late. Yep. You almost had I it. realized that too late. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Nothing. Just kind of <laughs> <laughs> but we love you guys. We thank you for being with us. Yes. Thanks for being part of this crowd, and we'll see you next time. Right. Awesome. Love you guys. Bye. Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah.